Did you know that the sixth leading cause of death in the United States is Alzheimer's disease? And that one in three seniors dies with Alzheimer's or other dementia, and it kills more than breast cancer and prostate cancer combined. I know times are tough, but I'm asking for your help. As the chair of the Iowa Board of Directors of the Alzheimer's Association for the next two years, I am working harder than ever to raise awareness and to raise funds to rid the world of Alzheimer's and all other dementias. And your money doesn't just go to research. It goes to care and support groups, which are free by the way. The 24-hour hotline, which is free by the way. To education and awareness programs in every community across the country. And it does go to research. The Alzheimer's Association is the third leading funder of research and the highest funder of research that is a non-governmental entity in the world. And they're making strides each and every day. So please, give it some thought. If you're interested, please click the link in the show notes to donate to our Alzheimer's walk team today. Your money stays in the local communities to impact, to support, and to educate people all across the country about Alzheimer's, the warning signs, and how to get care and support. This is a disease that is quiet, but it's continually taking away lives of people all around us, including my great aunt, my neighbor, and a dear family friend. Again, the link is in the show notes to go and support our walk to end Alzheimer's. And if you just want more information, you can go to ALZ.org. We have reached the end of June. Welcome, everybody. This is Fuck Is Our Mantra. It is the end of June. That's almost Christmas time. Tomorrow is six months away. Well, tomorrow or today when you're listening. Wait. Yeah. Today. 25th. Yeah. So so the day we're recording this is six months away. Shit. Wow. I was totally not doing that right in my head. (laughs) (laughs) So let's. What do you want? (laughs) (laughs) Should we start singing Christmas carols? It is Christmas in July. There is eggnog in the grocery store. Uh, don't even talk to me about that. I love it. I mean, yum, but no. Yeah, I'm not doing it. I don't think I did it last year, did I? We did. Did we? We did. Okay, maybe we will. Who knows? <laughs> we'll see how it goes. <laughs> I was just thinking, so my office plays music um, instead of white noise. Um, and I was thinking today when they were playing, playing, picking the tunes, I was like, I wonder if they play Christmas tunes during Christmas. So I'm kind of hopeful. That'd be really nice. Because I really as long fucking as hate inclusive, white noise. I'm okay with it. Inclusive of what? Other like you're gonna play some Kwanzaa music. If someone asks for it, I'm sh- like tomorrow. We are supposed to be able to have EDM on the sound system, so we'll see if they actually do that or not. Oh dear God! Yeah, <laughs> we had been stuck on '90s for like three days, and we were all kind of like, Casey, you gotta change this shit. Don't put Lady Gaga's new CD on there. It's, worth it's, it. it's all like serious stations, so you'd have to find the station that plays her. Or she may have her own at this point. Well, it's Lady I'll, I'll, I'll Gaga. Casey. He's the only one who has access to it, so. <laughs> our dog what is. What the fuck is he doing? Our dog is. Uh, he's pulling a Blair Witch Project, staring into the corner of the wall. He's staring into the corner, this dark little corner, and now he's digging at the carpet. Great. It's like he's looking for a place to lay down. 
yep. place his butt. There he goes. So strange. He's like <laughs> he's staring weird. into the corner like some freaky ghost. Kind of like you did that one night when I woke up I was and you looking were looking at the corner. I was just looking at the wall. Yeah, middle of the night. I wake up and Steve's not in bed. And where is he? Oh, he's standing against the wall, staring at it. <laughs> and, he, <laughs> and and Richard goes, "What the fuck are you doing?" And I was, oh, I don't know. I was sleepwalking. I just he said, was. Oh. And I just came back to bed. Yep, you did. Uh, I've got a fuck of the week. Do you? No, but I may by the time you're done. Okay, so um, this past week and even today, I still feel like shit. Um, and I, don't, I, I haven't actually had a head cold since like Kennedy's last one, which would have been like January, February. I feel like um, this is more intestinal bullshit. Um, <laughs> so, no pun intended. So, so bad that I had to. I went to the doctor because I. Steve can attest on Tuesday night. Um, I laid on the couch in pain for four hours. Um, he was pretty much dead. He was like thinking he was going to die overnight. Um, literally threw up a couple times. I was walking to my car on. I think it was Tuesday. Tuesday afternoon. Was feeling sick. Um, I was like, I don't know if I can get home. I don't want to have to like throw up while I'm driving. And all of a sudden, I just threw up right outside my car. It was real cool. Like, it was just disgusting. And I, this was, this is like the worst sick I've been, and I still feel not good. We're not 20 anymore. No, and it's <laughs> like, my back hurts too at the same time, so it's like double whammy. Like, fuck, this sucks. You're get, you'll get better. I'll get better. Hopefully. I won't. <laughs> Uh, I did some research today, oh, and so no. everyone's calling things like the COVID fifteen because we're all at home. Oh, eating. 15 pounds. Yeah. yeah, we're all at home eating and not doing anything. That's that's that's, that's pretty true for me. What y'all doing? <laughs> um, and so I was doing some research. I got put on some new medicine for uh, the depression that I've been fighting, and this new medicine makes you gain weight. Oh, does it? I'm pissed about it. Oh. Like it. It actually like slows down the metabolism a little bit, so you don't sure. actually burn off a lot of. Gotta go and walk this now. It doesn't matter. Like it was saying, if you were working out four or five times a week, it can still help. It can still make you put on weight. I wonder if it's like water weight or something. I'm pissed. I'm pissed because my natural my natural metabolism that I've always had is I can it's feel good. it going down. Yeah. And it's like, thanks, Doc. So I'm considering a pretty, uh, it's very healthy, like a week, week-long week diet. It's very healthy. It's like all food-based. It's nothing. It's, it's all like, vegetables, basically. There's no pills or anything, like nothing crazy. Yeah. Um, um, but it, this has got to go. And we'll do it. We'll do it together. Oof. It's going to be, it's going to be a, let's, let's well, hope that, let's hope that the podcast is not on that week, because we may be really bitchy. <laughs> July 4th. It will not be. Um, wait. No, it will be. It will be. Yeah. Um. But I think because the rules are you you could you eat this thing this meal two days a week or two two times two, a day two to three times a day. But you can eat all the fruit and vegetables outside of that you want. So yes, you can't have crackers and our zone bars and stuff that and my no. almonds like you can't do that. No, like no, but any sort of you drinks can outside eat of all water. The fucking oranges you want. I don't want that many. <laughs> and the thing is like. I told you, like, there's he's this particular person said to eat it with like a, a baked potato, which I'll probably turn yeah. it into a sweet potato versus a baked potato. But I'll probably do baked potato. Um, <clears throat> but um, it's like, well, where's the protein? Like, where's the dairy? Where's the stuff that 
Like you don't want to necessarily because, because shell, think, shell shock your body either. But I think it's meant to. It's like it's almost like a partial cleanse of like getting rid of the dairy, True. and the pro, and the protein's gonna add weight by eating that. Like it's it's meant to help you build muscle and replenish muscle. So if the goal of this is to lose weight, then you don't want to be eating that. Like you don't have to do anything else. There's like no other. You don't have to work out. It's just meant to be like a healthy week of eating. There's also uh, a set of. Because I don't really gain weight except for like my midsection, so like my my hips and my tummy and my butt. Like that's probably the only places that I really gain weight. My legs are fine, my arms are fine, my face I guess will thin out a little bit. But I found like this very center body centric TikTok workout that he does in like What's two that? minutes every day, and What's it's that? it's got like he does it on a park bench, and so I don't I had to have to do it like on a I don't know on a table or something that's that i can do it with but it's just like a lot of core movements yeah. to help you reduce the body fat in your in central your region. region yeah and i'm like yep that's also going to happen that week every day i haven't been able to do that all week because so I feel well you look like you're fucking shut up holocaust so oh my god knock it off y'all don't ever listen to him when he complains about his weight he's he's annoying because he's skinny as fuck so okay <clears throat> So there's your fuck of the week. <laughs> there's the fuck of the week. It's been. I'm getting fat. That's the fuck of the week. And I can't eat any food, so it's been a great week. Brian. Well, I'm taking on your weight, so don't worry about it. <laughs> All right, we will be back right after this. Hey, everybody, Steve here. Um, we are so excited to launch uh, Brooke and Co. I know we've talked about that in the past, but um. You know, these are t-shirts that we are really, really passionate about. Um, they, they are super comfortable. They wash well. They wear well. They can take you from running around town with the kids to dinner with your friends when we can go back and do that again. Um, and so uh, just to make sure you guys are able to try them, I wanted to give you guys a discount code. So head to brookandco.com and enter the code MANTRA, and you'll get 10% off your order. Um, like I said, it is MANTRA, M-A-N-T-R-A, and you'll get 10% off of your entire order. And you know what? If you try them, please reach out. Let us know what you think, how comfortable you are, what you love about it, and uh, enjoy. Thanks, guys. So if if you don't know this about me, I have a weird, I don't call it a hobby, but it's an interest. I like true crime stuff. So I listen to a couple of podcasts that are true crime. Um, <laughs> Understatement of the century. And when you drive into Steve's hometown, there is uh, the Supermax Federal Prison in Florence, Colorado, um, which is where uh, Joe Carsonayev, Ted Kaczynski, Richard Reed... Um, even Timothy, I think Timothy McVeigh was even there for a short period of time before he went mm-hmm. to Indiana. Sure was. Um, so I did some reading in the last two weeks. I don't know why it came, why I thought about it again. But you're just wondering if you've married a psycho. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Where's he gonna end up? Um, <laughs> no, I found pictures inside the supermax, um, and yeah, you would go if you were in solitary in the supermax. Which so there's a solid door then there's the bar the the bar um i don't call it a fence but the bars and then you have your cell um so like it's double security and like you have a tiny little window that you only get light through like you can't see anything um and it's just it's so bleak and um i was curious 
uh, Steve, like growing up there, was that something that people ever talked about or like joked about or like, the was prison? It? Yeah. I wouldn't say joked. Uh, it was a little bit more serious than that. I mean, it is a, <laughs> <laughs> it is a federal maximum security facility. It sure is. So um, I think there was, so very similar to how Iowa has tornado sirens. Yeah. There's escape alert sirens that go throughout the city that are very similar. Shit. Um, and usually the city... It, it when you live there, you just kind of understand that you go into like a a mandatory lockdown. It's like a lockdown, yeah. You know, I mean, the police aren't there to make sure you're in your home necessarily, but it's just kind of common knowledge yeah. that get your ass home. Now, do you now. guys have do you guys have tornado sirens there? No, there's no, no tornadoes. Okay. okay, um, unless it's like on the on the eastern plains, but okay. The, pff, no, I don't know if you guys have like two sirens that would go off. No, or, no, okay. uh, it's. Tornadoes are very rare. Screw the tornadoes. We care about the prisoners getting out. (laughs) So I remember a few times there was um, some prisoners that... Got out? Yeah. Shit. Um, And that's scary. Yeah, because they're not, you know, just (laughs) money launderers. They're... Yeah. And so it usually, like, people are usually on pins and needles. The thing is, they don't stay in Canyon City. No, they get the hell out of there. They want away from anything to do with that prison. So... They're the thing, but the our concern was that they're always going to go hide in the woods. Oh, or, yeah. um, I mean, for those of you who haven't been to Canyon City, it's like it's like in a little bowl, yeah. It's a you take it's it, like it, a little it, valley, like a little with, bowl valley of surrounded by mountains. Well, and, and there's no tr- there's no trees near the prison, like you, it, right, You've got to have a long head start to get away on purpose, yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on purpose. Um, and so, like. I mean, Canyon City is maybe a mile out. Yeah, maybe it's a mile. It's not very far. Yeah, and the woods and the you know the Rocky Mountains are maybe a mile out from that. Yeah. Like it's not that far yeah. away from complete isolation. You could be gone. Like you could. Yeah. Um. So the concern is that there's you know especially where I grew up. I grew up in um in out in the county, not in the city. And so it was a little bit it's more. more scary because, like, yeah. They, yeah. <laughs> it definitely was. <laughs> Sorry. Because we're like, mm, they're coming our direction, aren't they? Um, but no, there was really no no jokes or anything. It was just. I was just curious. I mean, that, that's all, it's also a huge part of um, employment. Oh, for in sure. Canyon City. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that's probably one of the biggest reasons Canyon City is still Canyon City. Yep. Pretty much. So. Yeah. Yeah, there's also a small town, uh, there's two of them, one called Penrose and one called Florence, which are about equidistant from the prison as well. <clears throat> and Florence has gotten more of the prisoners and have been, that's where they've caught the most. Gotcha. Because prisoners are idiots and don't think about things. <laughs> um, but I think it's because they're trying to go direct to, to the mountains. Yeah. And that's right through Florence. That's right through Florence, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. It, you know. So it was funny today at the office... It had to have been like three or four times songs came on the radio that were used in uh, American Crime Story, the Gianni Versace story. Um, and I laugh because I'm always in Target or our grocery store when the song comes on. And it's you ju- I get transported back to that moment in the, in the program. And one of them that I remember was the song that is played when um, Kunanen is with um, the architect. I can't think of his name. David. David something um in that bar when he's already been kidnapped and 
he's already killed uh, the uh-huh. army guy, um, and it's such it's a beautiful song, but it's just my love of true crime that <laughs> always comes out in everything that I'm like music now triggers the. So I I grew up in Mason City, and we had uh, when I was happened in 1995, so I would have been 11 years old. Um, our newswoman was kidnapped. I mean, it's pretty much the end. The wait, what was her name? Jody Husen True. Yep. Um, so we lived um, near the biggest park in town, and uh, it was summertime. It was June, and so my brother and I got up and rode our bikes, and we were at the park that afternoon playing tennis. Um, and by playing tennis as eleven and seven year olds, it's hitting the ball maybe over the net, definitely over the fence. Um, and I remember noticing more police cars driving around than normal. Didn't think anything of it. Like, oh, whatever. Get home, and my parents get home that night, and then I don't remember how we f- found out as kids, but uh, we found out that Jody, who I didn't watch the morning news, I was 11 years old, um, had been kidnapped. What makes this so kind of unique and scary in, in relation to Steve's uh, experience living next to a Supermax was she lived less than two miles from us right next to the park, um, right next, like literally right next to a bike path that we would ride almost every day with dad after he got home from work. Um, That's not where she was kidnapped, though. She was kidnapped from the parking lot of her apartment. Okay. So, yes, like not, but yeah, like um, now it's been almost 30 years, 20, 25 years, 2005, yeah, 25 years. No, never found her, don't know what happened. So it's just one of those things that still kind of hangs over the city. Um that's my one connection to real true crime. I can't. I can't. I am not Richard. I, but you watch some of the stuff with me, though. I watch it, but I, I definitely don't sit there and be like, ooh, 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 let me dig into this. You, what show did we watch the other day that you got on Google and did some reading? That's true. That's because it was I Jeffrey didn't, Dahmer. Yeah, yeah, it's because I didn't know a lot about him. I was really young when all of that. <laughs> we, well, yeah, we, we was were really 89 young. or something. Yeah. And so I don't really remember any of it. So like, it's funny, as you were just talking about Judy, Jody. Jody. Jody, um, I was like, well, what happened to her body? It went into my head of like what Jeffrey Dahmer did. Oh my God. <laughs> like he, <laughs> he probably Shit. dissolved her skin and then ground up her bones and spread it up in behind the forest. I'm like, this is why I don't watch it. Cause I don't like going to that place. Yeah, I get it. I don't like going to that place. <laughs> I like positive, happy things. So what is your positive, happy go to? My daughter. Yes. You talking my show? Yeah, like what do you show? what do you do to escape outside of your daughter now? Ooh. I'll make a better question. <laughs> my stomach would agree. Eat. Eat. Uh, <laughs> um, Is there sugar in that? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's been me for the past three months. Um, I don't know. Probably create on on some level. Whether that be our T-shirt designs or a blanket that I'm looming or yeah. something, yeah, something creative. Because I mean, I don't get a lot of that in my job. Yeah, and I feel like that's where my head's been slowly going to. Is I want to spend more time creating. I found myself caring more about making a difference lately, and I don't know if that's because of Black Lives Matter and whatever. But I know I asked you. Two days ago, I was like, do you want to have more kids? And Richard's like, whoa, where'd that come from? In a text message, mind you. In a fucking <laughs> text message. 
And just because I was like, you know, we're so, we're so <laughs> blessed and we're so happy. We're very lucky to be who we are and in the home that we are. Like, we could be helping another baby. Um, like, that's where my mind has been going a lot lately. In a lot of ways, like, I was driving on, on the car in the car to get... Um, to, to run an errand this afternoon and, and uh, <clears throat> uh, the NPR, IPR, which is the Iowa Public Radio, were, was announcing that they lost 10% of their, their funds because of um, some Because we, we, we had to cut the budget. So. Yeah. yeah, and so my, my heart went to instantly, like, how can, I, how can I help? Like, how can I start to make a difference? And yeah. so I was like, Richard, how much money can we give? Yeah. Um, I felt like that's where combating a lot of the depression and a lot of the fatty weight gain and all the all of your your crime shows um <laughs> like i feel like i'm finding myself going in those two routes because they either bring joy yeah. or f- make me feel like i'm bringing joy or need or yeah. sol- solving a need so, for yeah, someone else yeah. filling a need that someone has and yeah yeah I, I, even in work like i've been i found myself being like hey uh, I'm super swamped, but do you need help with that? I'm absolutely willing to, you know, if you need me, you know, tap me. What Like, yeah. I found myself saying things like that more, and um, I don't know. So, I'll use that as a segue. Um, so, today's the, we're taping this on the 25th, so we'll get this on the 26th or whenever you listen. Um, on July 1st, I begin my two-year tenure as the board chair for the Alzheimer's Association here Woo-hoo! in Iowa. Um, it's a huge, it's a huge ask. It's a big, it's a big challenge ahead of us, both from a budget standpoint and just trying to achieve our goal standpoint. But I second that, what you kind of said that there's, there's kind of that give back and, um, when I can and how I can. Yeah. I just, I would, I think of like Kennedy's mom a lot and granted, you know, she was very happy to, to live the life that she was living and there's no judgment from us at all. Um, in that regard and I've seen I look at like the baby that we lost I periodically go jump to that mom's Facebook profile and I look at the the life difference between the baby that we didn't have and then Kennedy's perfection and how much opportunity we're able to give her and it just makes me think god I want to do that again don't get me wrong I don't want (laughs) to get up in the middle of the night and you know all that crap again but you know, there's a lot of people in need. So I think that's something we agree on. Whether we have another baby or not, we yeah. agree that we want to make positive impact on the world in whatever ways that we can. Yeah. Well, and I think it's, and for me, it's like, you know, when we're back in normal life and things aren't so crazy, COVID crazy, you know, like we, we have a big home and we have a daycare and we have food on the table and we can introduce her like i went to the grocery store tonight and i bought her something that she'd never tried before because i was like we can do that and it probably was a premium quote-unquote premium product it It was was a fig fucking newton fig newtons but they're four dollars a package (laughs) right like for a lesser uh, a family with lesser means that's not something that they can do yeah that's what goes to my brain as i'm as i'm like buying fucking fig newtons it's like well like, I'm sitting here last Christmas, and what did I say I wanted to do this Christmas? I wanted to make a meal. And whatever meal we don't do, I wanted to package up and oh, go find and yeah. give it to homeless people. Yeah. Like, it's, we, you and I are white, privileged, blessed men. Yeah. Gay or not, with a daughter who yeah. is also white and privileged and blessed. Mm-hmm. And I just, I want to do more. 
So and we should. You're doing that every day with Alzheimer's and or will be, I should say, starting um, starting on Tuesday. Next two. I don't Monday. know what day it is next week. Wednesday. It's next week, whatever day it is. Um, so, yeah, I know with work, they've been wanting to, they're starting up a inclusion and, um, like, advocacy yeah. um, task force and group. And so I volunteered for that just because I'm like, we can make a difference just by having hard conversations. Yeah. And a lot of those things. So I think, honestly, that's been a really good positive thing about all this nastiness that's been in the world. I think but that the, what you said there is really important, though, that while it, it has been nasty on a lot of fronts, on a lot of topics, the only way we're going to solve them is through real, honest, heartfelt, unnasty conversations. And while sometimes it takes <coughs> the nasty to raise the flag, to raise the awareness, um, we have to, to lower the temperature and listen and and find the solutions that get what yeah. people want and need and you know I think I think the conversations about I know during the you know my campaign for the Iowa House two years ago looking at budgets and education budgets and like talking about those things is super boring to a lot of people but they're super impactful when you think about the level of impact they can have on people's lives um, and so when people talk about defund the police. Um, I think that I think that's the wrong phrase to use. I think it's we're going to reform what the police department looks like and what their job is and how they do their job so we can allocate funds to have direct impact on the community. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's you know we can talk talk about reforming education and how we teach. We we've learned how people learn, so we have to change the way we teach. And I think we're we're we've got enough data that says how do we stop and reduce crime, but a part as a, as a part of it, we have to make investments in communities that are underserved Mm -hmm. i think that to me is what i've taken away um but it can't be as easy as writing a check to a community group that doesn't that doesn't do it right it's got to be it's got to be more money in the classroom it's got to be access to daycare it's got to be access to health care it's like all those things that we have to do well honestly did you i know that on your other podcast you interviewed um skippy skippy yeah um that was pre Black Lives Matter. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so I'm I mean, not sure if you saw his Instagram st- story. I think it was maybe yesterday or the day before. Um, so for those of you who don't know who Skippy is, well, Richard, why don't you? You're, you're probably better to give it. <laughs> so him. Skippy is his real name. I asked him. It is his, absolutely his real name. Uh, Skippy Mezzaro. He is a city council member in the city of Aspen. Yes, Aspen, Colorado. Um he lives the life that we all want to live. <laughs> um, but he's, he's he actually worked on Obama for America the, in 2008. Um, grew up in an act, you know, in an engaged family. Also, he would say from a, from a white privileged family, um, but continually gives back to make the world a better place in whatever way possible. So, so. he's yeah, and he's constantly looking for ways to do that. Yeah. And he um, so beautifully utilizes his Instagram account to engage his community. Yeah. Like I would say what 30 stories a day. Oh yeah, he's he's active. asking questions <laughs> yeah. and he's in a good way. Like it's not the annoying way. Yeah. Um anyway, he had some he shared one uh, an idea. Uh I don't that doesn't really matter. Um what it was. Uh but he said that he received a lot of comments of like that's not going to work. And I'm going to tell you why. Yeah. And I actually recorded a video back for him, just like a private message back to him. And 
I was like, um, hey, you know, brother, I'm so sorry. Like this, that is really stupid. Um, he's, and I said, there's one thing that's always stuck with, with me from a previous employer. And she said it in such a kind way, in a firm and a kind way. But she said, don't ever come to me with your problem. Come to me with the problem and your proposed solution. Yep. And I was like, I told Skippy, I was like, I wish that people kept that in the back of their head because sometimes it's okay to air the grievance. Right. And sometimes it's healthy. It. Yeah. It's healthy and it's part of healing and, and addressing things. Mm-hmm. But we have to be able to say, okay, also, here's how I would like to address that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he wrote back and whatever, but it's just like, I feel like that's kind of where the world needs to go right now is like, okay, we've, we've we talked a, about we've the problem. Recognized we have a problem. And things are being done. Yes. In a good way. Like, this is great. We have good good momentum. So now let's get, let's start working on policy. Let's start yeah. working on, and we're seeing some of that, right? Yeah, like, Iowa's on. looking at, Iowa and other states are looking at, like, their um, police enforcement yep. uh, regulation, things like that. I mean, there's some stuff like that happening, but we need to get more of that going and stop the... They need to go to jail. I right. hate them. They need to go to jail. That's, just, that's what I get frustrated about is... Uh, a couple of the recent cases specifically um it's always a call they've got a, they're guilty and they need to go to go to jail and it's like that's not the way our system works and we have to recognize that policemen are not whatever there's there's a process and we have to legally follow that process well and even if they're not policemen it's innocent until proven guilty right right plain and simple right so we and can't we can't lose sight of that aspect of who we are yeah but no, we, we're making progress. We're not where we need to be. And I think we recognize that most people recognize that. And I don't anyway. think people, most people recognize that that is a level of extremism. It is. Like they don't, like they think that, you know, white supremacy is the devil. But then at the same time, they also say, you know what? He's white and he injured a black man. Kill him. Kill him. Hang him. <laughs> like they say these things that are, I'm like, are, are you kidding me? Yeah. That is not the society we live in. Right. And this is why people think Americans are fucking crazy. Because oh, we are. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I don't know if it's just a lot of the a lot of that bullshit that's been out there that's yeah. just been weighing on me lately and why I've wanted to have kids and why that's come up and why I've wanted to do more and maybe that's a sign that I'm not doing enough. I don't know. I'm just saying yeah. like it's it's uh and I'm also still working from home. I don't have a lot of, you know, interaction with humans. He has me. (laughs) I don't have a lot of interaction with humans outside of my family. And so, you know, I'm probably, maybe going a little crazy. Uh, That's okay. That's okay. Everyone needs a little crazy. A little crazy is okay. Yeah. Uh, Before we end this show, um, this week we also celebrate, it was on Tuesday night, the night that I was curled up and wanting to to rip out my insides. Um, It was Steve and I's boyfriend anniversary. Um, it is in our calendar, um, just because it's something that that I want to remember. Um, that one's lesser to me. It's hundred percent less. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That like, one's lesser to me than the first date. Yeah, for sure. Like we don't do anything special. It's just in the calendar, and I yeah. made a comment about it. Yeah. Um, but we've been officially yeah, quote unquote dating for eight years now. <laughs> we yeah, we celebrate the first date. First date. The first, when we officially, officially, like when we became real boyfriends, uh, when we went steady, as our old parents would oh call it. Oh my god! 
Um, and then we I usually have... remember the day that we moved in together, which is August 15th. You, I don't even have that one on the calendar. You August 15th. And then obviously our wedding day. Our wedding day. Yeah. Yeah. So that's about it. And then birthdays. Yeah. Yeah. And then we'll have, now we'll have the family day for us. Family day. Which is August 24th. Nope. 26th. Yep. No, it no, was 28th. 28th. And right. it was two days before. Yeah, it's two after. days after her actual birthday. Yep. Six months. Her six month birthday. Yeah. 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 yeah the 28th. Um, family day. The day that she officially legally joined our family. Yep. And um, then we celebrate Aiden's birthday. Aiden's birthday and Christmas. What is the things. date? November 4th. Very good. 2014. Correct. Okay. Yes. He'll be uh, six, six years year. old this year. Um, two days after election day, three days after, whatever. He'll be out, right. He'll be after election day this year. Um, yeah. So those little things, those little moments. Yep. So because we couldn't do anything on Tuesday, I threw a thing on our calendar for Saturday night to just, I said, date something like we'll do something. Is that this Saturday? Yeah. Okay. After Kennedy goes to bed, we'll sit on the deck and have a glass of wine or just sit there and watch the stars. I don't know, but something. Order to... Chinese food. Ouch. That's going to hurt me. Oh, that's true. Never mind. <laughs> Order me Chinese. Food. I'll have white rice, please. <laughs> <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> uh, there's definitely one thing I want people to, as we wrap up this, I want. There's a song I want everyone to listen to. I've mentioned it before. It came on the radio yesterday, and I get to the middle of the song every time, and I, I don't care if Kennedy's screaming in the car or not. I turn it up because. Uh, the lyrics are so good. Um, it's from Richard. Well, and it's getting to be probably a favorite band of mine as well. But it's from one of Switchfoot songs called um, "The World You Want," and I'm pulling up the lyrics right now as we uh, as we talk. There is, and obviously, with all this craziness happening in life, there's this one piece, and I technically think it's the bridge of the song that I literally want to like. Every time I hear it, I want to like. Go on TikTok and make a video of this this set of this phrase. I want to go put it on Instagram. I want to put it everywhere because I want every time I hear it, I'm like, I wonder who needs to hear fucking this today because it pisses me off. What is it? Um, what you say is your religion. How you say it is your religion. Who you love is your religion, and how you love is your religion. All your science is your religion. All your hatred, your religion. All your wars are your religion, and every breath is your religion. And I just, we're all out there, whether it be like me, where I'm feeling probably a little bit more on the guilty side and sad to the people who are fired up and pissed, like the way that we breathe our humanity is our religion to uh, and how it's being perceived by other people. And so um, think about that. Think about while you may not be a religious person, um, and that's there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Um, I know, I would say that even atheists have a religion of their own, and what they to choose to communicate and how they communicate that um, is super important. So, um, that's where I'd like to leave everyone. Listen to Switchfoot's "The World You Want" and uh, just kind of let that sink in a minute.
This podcast was mixed and produced by Sprout Media, a digital media firm in Des Moines, Iowa, who believes in doing things differently. They believe in putting consumers and clients first, being a partner in marketing, and inspiring your tomorrow. They build websites, create digital media strategies, shoot and produce videos, and edit and produce podcasts just like this one. Check out Sprout Media at GoSproutMedia.com, where you can subscribe to their podcast, The Buzz Addiction, or even request a free consultation. That's GoSproutMedia.com.